0: noisy. Absolutely beautiful. DX at 105.9. Joining me now in studio from DKPittsburghSports.com, he is Serbian reactionary Dejan Kovacevic. uh Dale Lawley on your side had an interesting statement, and he made it on Twitter as well. He thinks the Steelers are the most complete team currently in the NFL. Uh, do you agree with that? And if you do, elaborate.
1: It, it's hard to argue against it, I'd say, at this point, because the, the obvious thing to look at is total offense and total defense. The Steelers are the only team that are in the top five in both categories. But when you couple that with the kind of special teams performances they're getting, and by the way, you'll notice that when no one talks about special teams, it usually means they're doing pretty well. Uh, the Steelers kick coverage uh, and their punt coverage have both been outstanding, especially in light of the fact that Dustin Colquitt hasn't been very good yeah, at punting.
0: Their net punt is worse than the league. Yeah, but but, 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 the, you're, but you're right. They,
1: they've they made up for it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. they have uh, in all facets a special yeah. teams. So you're right, that could be a hidden so value. Offense and,
1: yeah, offense and defense overall, again, it, it's hard to argue against them at this point because of the combination well, that they have. My only
0: disclaimer would be who they've played because it, it ain't been, you know, the 85 Bears. It's, it's been- about to be. Yeah. No. No. no not
1: eighty-five Bears, but no. Like
0: I've said, the big kids start showing up at the playground. Here grind. they
1: come. Yeah. It's, it's Titans and Ravens next. For a while, it looked like the Cowboys were at least going to present a different kind of threat if they'd still had Dak Prescott. Now they, of course, won't. If you saw any of Andy Dalton over the weekend, uh, the Steelers are in for a, a a ride here. You know, I think they have a chance to to make statements to themselves mostly uh, about who they are, but. I'm not completely ready to just dump all over the Browns, you know? I mean, I, I did say early this season that I didn't think they were that good, and they're not, but I also don't think they're that bad as what you saw this weekend. Yeah, but
0: they got blowed out by, by Baltimore, too. So I don't think that's a, a win totally lacking credibility for the Steelers. No, not in at fact, all. In fact, of the, of the teams they played, they're the toughest, and they did... Blow them up, but uh, again. But, but here's the thing, Mark. The, when te- the test really starts. Uh, it, it does the next two Sundays. But when you
1: when you ask about the 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 all around team or the well rounded team, the part that's the most intriguing about the Steelers is that if you go over the course of these five weeks, they've gotten either better at each individual facet. or or they've been exposed for something and then addressed it. Like for example, what Carson Wentz to them did to them on third downs. I mean, then they come back the next week and give up one third down conversion in an entire game? I mean, that's how you answer that.
0: Or or play Baker
1: Mayfield. And then there's Ben, which is always going to be the biggest factor. Ben's hitting deep balls now. Whereas before that he was he's picking his spots. He's picking his spots because he hasn't needed to because they're still running the ball effectively. The, co- the coverage was
0: so bad on a couple of those throws to Washington, though he could have he could have thrown it left handed; it would have got there soon enough. But the the pass to Claypool was just just a gorgeous. That was a dime right on the. Money Although point.
1: I will say this: watching that thing live from the press box, the moment it leaves Ben's hand, I'm going no way, no way. I thought he overthrew it, but then that kid. I mean, he reaches way out and then just like suction oh, cups brings And he turns it back his in. body
0: to shield. He, he, Great body control. He, he, he's the real thing. Now, well, let's cut right to the chase then. Who's going to win Sunday? The Steelers or Tennessee? It's 5-0 and o versus 5-0, and o and something's got to get.
1: I mean, it's tough to pick against the Steelers with how well they've been playing. It's tough to pick against Tennessee, too. It is. At uh, Tennessee. It is. However, unlike the Steelers, the Titans do have some visible weaknesses and shortcomings and they've given up a ton of points the Steelers haven't uh, they do get beat deep uh, they give up big plays uh, on defense uh, I don't know that as good as Ryan Tannehill has been that he has the diversity and the number of options that Ben has well, he's been real good though he, he has you
0: know what else he has though is play action
1: he has a lot and, of play and action the play action
0: can make the Steelers speed yeah. and aggressiveness on defense work against them, especially if Derrick Henry can get it going early.
1: And that's where it gets interesting because you know and I know that Keith Butler and Mike Tomlin are making a defensive scheme that focuses almost entirely on Derrick Henry. You know that.
0: Yeah, but that's going to be tough to do with with Robert Spillane in there as opposed to Devin Bush. And how, how big is the loss of Bush, and how does it affect this game in particular? Because I think it affects the next two games drastically. Yeah,
1: I you know, this isn't going to be a real popular answer, but Devin Bush wasn't having a great year, okay, through five games. What he no, did but he really... had the speed to play within the right. context of that he... defense. Right, and what he did exceptionally well was go sideline to sideline and take away screen passes, which is really important for a blitzing defense because you don't want the QB to just dump right over you. Uh, Ryan Tannehill's capable of doing that. That's going to be something that the Steelers have to watch. But the biggest thing is still going to be stopping Derrick Henry – And I think a linebacker like Robert Spillane, who's just more of a pure tackler, more of an old-school inside linebacker, if you will, is going to be there to help out Vince Williams and make that happen. I think that the Devin Bush loss is going to hurt them more when they're facing other quarterbacks down the road. But then, again, Tannehill's been really good, so maybe he is that guy already. You You know what I mean? I, I think they're going to run right at Spillane
0: with Henry. And I think that that's going to open up the play action. And the week after, I think Bush is a guy who could spy on Lamar Jackson in certain circumstances, although Terrell Edmonds, to be fair, could do that yeah, as see, well. Yeah, see, that's but,
1: the thing. You're going to have other guys that you can move up to the line of scrimmage. Terrell is going to be a bigger part of this but, than people think. You know who else is going to be a big part of this? We haven't mentioned him. This is not a one-for-one swap of Spillane for, uh, you know, for Devin Bush. Ulysses Gilbert had a tremendous camp. Yeah. And they have a similar profile – uh, I think yeah, you're they're both see, bums. I think you're gonna oh, get out of here. They're both
0: they, bums. No, they aren't. Uh, you think Spillane can cut it as a starting inside oh, backer? no. no. I, I, thought, you were, I thought you
1: were including Bush in that. That's what. No, I thought No, you no, no. Bush oh, is a great. Uh, yeah, he's a, a really good talent. He,
0: a great talent. But Spillane and Gilbert are bums.
1: Uh, and, uh, Gilbert's not a bum. Gilbert's going to be a good football player in the NFL. Uh, but I think you're going to. How
0: come he didn't go in last week and Spillane did?
1: Because of special teams. That's how you make those fringe roster decisions. That's like asking why a penalty killer gets the choice over somebody else in hockey. I mean, you well, just, you because see, you can kill I penalties. I just think
0: they got to go get somebody better. They might. Well, who, who's, who do you see out there? Like, no, the I, name I keep coming back to mm. is Avery Williamson, who isn't great, the Jets guy, but yeah. at least he's a competent
1: veteran. Well, and you'd have to think that everybody's available from that team, right? They just traded <laughs> somebody else. And that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's going to be a mass exodus up there. Uh, I. I I like the idea of giving Gilbert a chance based on what I saw of him at training camp, but I don't think that's going to be these couple of weeks. I think you're going to see the Steelers focused on stopping the run against these two opponents. Maybe, maybe to a fault. We're
0: talking today, John Kovacevic. He's brought to you by the Walnut Grill, American eatery and bar. Why doesn't this game have more hype? Uh, I found myself talking about that uh, the last couple of days. It's a 1 p.m. kickoff, which means it's just another game in the eyes of the networks. Both teams are 5-0, When Brady played Rodgers, everyone wet their pants for a week. Why doesn't this game, between two better teams than, well, certainly Tampa, why doesn't this game have more
1: hype? Plain and simple, and I think you just kind of answered it, because if you're talking about Tampa, you're talking about name brands. And when you're talking about Tennessee... You're still talking about a player who's underappreciated in Derrick Henry. This is the best running back in the NFL.
0: Well, I think running backs in general are underappreciated because no one cares about the run anymore.
1: Right. I mean, if you think about it, when was the last time the NFL had a running back where you just was seemed like larger than life? It might have been the early days of Adrian Peterson.
0: Well, OJ, but then he killed people.
1: Well, okay. Nice segue. But uh, but yeah no I, but I don't th- I don't see a lot of hype for this in large part because the Tennessee franchise isn't that and hasn't been that. Well, they're for the a COVID team too. We got the Steelers or
0: the brand name, but they didn't make the playoffs the last two years against the COVID team.
1: And then you saw Tennessee. People after probably that,
0: think you could get COVID by watching the Titans the tennis, on TV.
1: Tennessee also then became undefeated. In a lot of time slots where nobody was watching, you know those makeup no, no. games and everything. I get I, it, but it still kind of sucks. It, it, it does, but don't it's get also- me wrong.
0: Don't get me wrong. If I had my way, every single Steeler game from now through perpetuity would be Sunday, Sunday at, 1 at one PM. 1 That's yeah. right.
1: Yeah. Well, same thing goes for writing. Believe as me. as God intended. Now I, I I think you're going to see people pay attention to it as it gets closer, but it's also not a primetime game. That's the other thing.
0: Well, what do the Steelers do on defense? How how would you lay out Ooh. what they do? You I, said- you know, I,
1: I take a lot of pride in coming to you with answers, or at least but this one's tough, because I would agree that you have to stop Henry, that that has to come first. The question is, to what degree can you presume that the defensive line in particular, you said that they're going to run at Spillane. Well, they might, but they got to get through to it, Hayward, In Alu Alu, and that's not been a picnic for anybody so far. Uh, To what degree can you trust the front seven alone to stop Henry? If the answer is we're going to trust them implicitly, we're not going to do anything gimmicky, we're just going to say they're going to get back there and bust it. I think
0: that's what you do early then you are leaving yourself open to what
1: Carson Wentz did.
0: I I think you have a plan B in your back pocket, heck, in your front pocket, yeah,
1: and ready to go right away, but that's how I would start the game. What you hope for, more than anything, is if you think about what the Steelers did. How could you not with that front seven? I know, I know, but you also have to presume and hope that Bud Dupree in particular, who's a a tremendous stopper of the edge on the rush. And with Lawan out, he has a little bit more room to work with, you would think. Make it a double concept. Look, one way or another, we're getting into your backfield. If you want to throw over us, you can and you will, and maybe you'll get some first downs and maybe you'll make it on the field. But we're not going to let you do what you want to do. Meaning, we're coming after the quarterback, and in the same process, we're coming after Henry.
0: Well, what do you do on offense then? Because you know, it. it, it part of me says you could score on this team, so go score a lot of points. Part of me says possess the ball and keep that offense off the field because if It's a close game, and we saw this last week when, when when Tennessee overcame Houston in overtime in a ridiculous game, a crime against yeah. football, 42-36. Yeah, it was weird. Uh, uh, Henry did wear Houston down yes, over the did. long haul of the game. And if you score a lot of points, you're still putting your defense in a vulnerable position yeah. as goes that.
1: You know... I saw a lot of things in the Houston Texans in that second half that weren't all that savory, meaning they didn't just get worn down. They basically got out of his way at a couple points.
0: Well, but that's, that's not but a real attractive that's part look. part of getting worn down.
1: Right, right. Well, we saw it for years here with Jerome.
0: Like, like but we've, The Steelers haven't played a back like this in a long time. I want to see how they feel no, about I, the middle
1: of the third quarter. Yeah, I'm liking the Steelers' chances of wanting to tackle Derrick Henry in the second half or the fourth quarter. But I think offensively, what you've seen from Ben is that he's developed a rhythm. Uh, he's moving... The ball round, look at the receiver stats, Mark. Look at their spread-out targets. You've never seen Ben like this. We used to always say, remember, oh, Ben, yeah, well, he'd find Hines or he'd find As it Heath. turns
0: out, the best thing that could happen to Ben Roethlisberger was ditching
1: Antonio Brown. Ditching Antonio Brown, but even then, not that this is a positive, but Deontay Johnson going down, as he has the last couple of games, has brought James Washington into the equation, has arguably made Chase Claypool a bigger part of the offense. I don't know that those things would have happened if Ben started finding that one comfort zone with one receiver again. I, do I don't think, think you're Ben gonna wants see... to
0: find that one comfort zone with
1: one receiver. He has in the past. You can't argue that. Oh, he's, he would lock in on Heath the moment the ball was snapped. Yeah, but Heath didn't get necessarily a ton of catches either. No, I, I look, I, I think you're going to see... He threw to A.B. because he got bullied into throwing to A.B to shut that voice up in the huddle. And A.B. was great, no question.
0: But there's a happy medium there. A lot of Ben's interceptions were because he forced the A.B.
1: I don't think you're going to see the Steelers go into, to answer your original question, I don't think you're going to see them go into this with a mindset that we need to possess or eat clock. I really don't, at least least not until they get a lead.
0: I don't know, though. I mean, I think you're probably right that they'll look to score score Mm -hmm. early and and keep the ball late, but I don't know.
1: Yeah, I'm going after that secondary, Mark. I'm going after them. I mean, uh, that, you know, uh, but Put, it, put it this way.
0: Well, first off, they need to score
1: a touchdown on the first
0: drive, which they haven't done in a... Zil-
1: it's, been a it's been a long It's been a long time. Is it 2018 time. or yes, even longer is. ago? Yes, now it's two years.
0: Zillions of games ago. Yeah. And uh, it would be great if they scored a touchdown the first uh, possession, but I'll tell you what, if they possessed the ball for 10 minutes on the first drive and got a field goal... They win the game. That wouldn't be that bad either, no, no, would no, it? No,
1: they, yeah, they they Yeah, they would start... They would dictate the way the game is being paced, and... You know, let's give credit here too. We keep talking about Ben and the receivers here, but James Conner, uh, who a lot of us, might say, oh, you're shaking your head already. Oh, no, no, you know, no, no, hold hold it. no! I'm not shaking my head. He's been I, really good.
0: I've only been a critic of James Conner getting hurt too much. Right, for healthy, He does
1: fine. He's been very, very good, and he has been available, and he's been out there. So. You know, credit. But would it shock him if he was out in the
0: middle of the first quarter this week?
1: No, I mean, no, it wouldn't. But at the same time, he's he's not now, and he's he's making a lot of things happen for that offense, and he's making life a lot easier on Ben.
0: Uh, how is the Steelers' offensive line held together? You know, Posse didn't Ooh, practice today.
1: Well,
0: no, 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 but, <laughs> yeah, but well, been no, better than that. Well, I'm not sure they have. I think they're above average. But I think we think they're great because of the circumstance. Poncie didn't practice today; that's a worry.
1: He never practiced on Wednesday.
0: But, yeah. it, but it didn't list him as a veteran as a veteran rest. It yeah, because him he as, has foot. Yeah, yeah right. he has the so, foot injury. Well, I'm sure he'll play. Yeah. And DeCastro was limited participation. Looks like he may play. But I, I got to tell you that I thought the tackles would be crap this year. No,
1: they haven't. I been. thought
0: Villanueva. Well, no, it was reasonable think that because yeah. Villanueva was rotten last year, and Chooks is a first year starter. But they've both been very good. And boy, is Dots in a revelation.
1: Well, that's the that's the key here. He is here. a badass. If He's fighting back, in a phone booth. I love you, it. If you go back over that that last game, look at where the running plays went. That tells you where your coordinator's feeling it. You know, uh, if they're seeing somebody downhill uh, blocking for running backs. Uh, they were all going to Chooks and Dotson's side, and then yeah. one of the bigger runs, actually, I, as as I say that, was Dotson pulling way to the left. You know which one I'm talking yeah. about, where Connor went over and and got a big yardage out of it. Uh, those guys are feeling it, and that's a really really good thing to have.
0: What's great about this game is that's a rookie, Mark. This game could go either. Yeah, but you know what? No. And I said this about when they drafted him. If I'm going to take a guard in the fourth round. Or any player in any position, the fourth round. Give me the guy who started all four years. No, of college. you called that in the
1: summertime because because I'll he, give he, you credit for that he, one. He, he, he's yep. not coming here to sit. No, he's played a you know, lot he's of football. Very comfortable. Yeah, he wasn't a lot. Of, a lot of offensive linemen are drafted as in, in a meat as market concept. Yeah, projects. because Ola, oh, he's this size, and we're going to turn him into off- an offensive lineman. No, Kevin Dotson was a finished product.
0: I knew I knew he'd be all right. And what's great about this game? First off, two five and teams can't beat that. Yeah. Second off, it could really go either way. And the, the strategies and the turns and twists we're talking about could all happen, or none of them could happen. This is a game, usually when we analyze a game in the NFL and we say it's up for grabs, we're lying. But but in this case, we're not. Either team you made, could very easily win this game. Either made, team winning would not be a remote surprise.
1: You made very quick mention of it, but I think it's going to end up being a big, big factor in Tennessee losing their left tackle, Taylor Lewon for the year. Uh, this is a bl- this is your blindside guy. On Everyone Tannehill. says
0: the backup's really good, though. Uh, even though I keep forgetting his name. Uh,
1: yeah, the backup. It's can, written down here the, somewhere. The these backup banks. can be really, really good. He's still got a lineup opposite TJ or Bud for his oh, first well, action but of it the looks year. Like, but you and, can switch.
0: And, and you know what? Even if he is really good, well, he got some action last week against against the Texans, but. That first start's going to be a bit of culture shock, but that kind of that kind of reels back reels me back in with Spillane too, because he played really well against Cleveland. But now he has time to think about it, and now Tennessee knows he's out
1: there. Yeah, no, I mean, there's going to be ways that you can uh, you can go against him, not so much from the run standpoint, but again, just throwing in his area. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna feel as comfortable from the Steelers' standpoint defensively without having Bush out there in that regard alone.
0: Now, if the Steelers win this one. Are they going to be up there in terms of hype
1: with Kansas City and Baltimore? I've seen some of these. You know these rankings that everybody does? Yeah, like the Bleacher Power Report has the Steelers ranked first. CBS, Pete Prisco has them number one. Does he really? Oh, yeah. That was yesterday. Yeah, Paul uh, so, well, I mean,
0: Pompiani has them number two. Now, these things don't matter, and I'm saying that with all due respect to our man, Pomp. No, but I asked <laughs> they you. They don't now, matter. <laughs> but I asked you in terms of hype, and
1: that's hype. Uh, hype! You'll be getting there, yeah. Hype! You'll because they'll start attaching to the name again. You know, this is what you mentioned. Hype! It's always about the names, Mark. They'll all start doing Ben Roethlisberger's backstories and everything like that. Well, now in in um and and Claypool and you know they'll they'll find someone specific to latch onto. Well, I said
0: earlier that Claypool has a shot at rookie of the year, even though his numbers aren't up there with some of the rookies so far, because his highlight reel is fantastic.
1: Yeah, and yeah. I mean another guy who, by the way, could use some hype. Is T.J. Watt, you know, who still doesn't get it. You know, people very casually reference, oh, Miles Garrett, Defensive Player of the Year. Really, really? Oh, he, is he better and more consistently than T.J. Watt? He
0: was invisible this past week. Uh, I got to ask you before you go. Uh, I know you're a punk music fan. I don't know if you heard this, but the original lineup the of the Dam yeah, is going to play that. four shows. And I would love to go, except I don't think the travel will be easy. Where in London?
1: Oh yeah, that's, you know? that's going to be a little uh, well, rough free right
0: now. London, Manchester, you know the usual. Yeah, all cities, that tour. Yeah, Newcastle. And uh, I'd love to go, but I don't think you know. Who knows if they'll play at all? You know, in the summer and, and the travel will be tough. But well, what was your take on them? Because I thought they were extremely underrated. Well, they
1: were they were seen as pioneers uh, of the genre and right and rightly yeah, so. They were. Uh, they and, were Back before punk started meaning, you know, really neutered down things like people, anyone who calls Green Day punk, like well, no punk start, ever.
0: Punk, start, punk started meaning a clothespin in your nose more than a style of music.
1: Yeah, it, it became about the pistols by and large. Although uh, the
0: pistols were both.
1: The pistols were everything. But when yeah. you when you get back to when you get back to the damned, uh, this is this is, Mark. There's some music that I don't know that you should be playing at a certain age, though. You know, I mean, especially live. That's going to be rough. I know you go see a lot I, of bands I, I think, that play metal I, and everything. I, I think
0: as a one-off, like four shows, I think they'll be okay.
1: Right, but just go berserk.
0: And plus, the drummer is one of the best drummers. Rat is one of the best drummers ever. Yeah, but you know, he rehearsed with Jimmy Page.
1: I did not know that he
0: did after after Zeppelin broke up. Not to join Zeppelin, but when Page put the firm together, mm-hmm. Rat was under consideration for the firm. Wow, which would have been crazy. But uh, you know what? Uh, well, before I let you go, you know what? You know who I bet you love that I couldn't stand. Hmm. I sussed out the Clash's for oh,
1: I knew you were coming with the clash because here it comes again. They sold their souls out for Train in Vain and Should I Stare, Should I Go? Those were record company decisions. You know how that stuff works. Really? Goes. Could,
0: could they have released those songs if they hadn't recorded them? I, you know, the clash you have the to The Clash the Clash had all this political agenda, but they kept releasing love songs as singles.
1: Yeah, the record Epic Records did that. But the Clash put out legitimately spectacular music. London Calling is one of the five best albums what ever. What was made. the
0: double album, Sandinista?
1: Sandinista was a album. Tri- Album. Yeah, London been, Calling was a double.
0: But, but they, they would have been better single albums. Uh
1: not London Calling, but yes to Sandinista.
0: Yeah, London Calling would have been better as a single album. That's Dejan. <laughs> it's time to ask Mark Anything, four one two three 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 WXDX.
1: Hey guys, it's Abby, and tomorrow morning I will have your first chance to score a thousand bucks. We give you twelve chances every day to win a grand to help pay your